The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Good morning. As we've been exploring for the last few weeks, we'll be continuing exploring the metta practice today. And um, this morning in the guided, I'll first I'll recap a little bit. Some of you haven't been here, so just to recap a little bit about the practice. Today we'll be exploring offering metta for somebody who's not easy to offer metta for. Sometimes it's called the difficult person. And so in this, um, um, we'll begin in the, in the formal metta practice, we have a kind of a staged exploration outwards from people for whom it's easy for us to offer metta, starting with a, somebody who's very easy, ourselves perhaps, uh, a dear friend, and then we move to where it's a little more challenging, a neutral person, and then to a difficult person. And if you think about it, the, those categories, self, benefactor, somebody who, for whom it's very easy, dear friend, neutral person, difficult person, those categories of people encompass everybody on the planet. And so it's kind of like we're getting a little representative uh, in picking particular people for these categories. We're getting a little representative of the kinds of challenges we might face in offering metta to somebody in each of those categories. So with the dear friend, for example, I mean, often it can be easy, but when we remember things that the dear friend has done that has hurt us because always in close relationships there's never a kind of complete congruency and there's often something that has rubbed and sometimes that comes up and we uh, we learn how to hold that rub with still wishing the person well. With the difficult person it's more obviously difficult to wish the, wish the person well and so the rub is really one of the main things that we that we work with. The formal metta practice, um, we, we use phrases to uh, connect, with, connect with our um, um, intention. We use thought and intention in the formal metta practice. Using thoughts brings, um, brings something into mind and we explore the possibility of wishing someone well using phrases such as, may you be happy, may you be healthy, may you be free from harm, may you be free from danger, that kind of phrase. So we actively use thoughts to express the intention or the wish for well-being for somebody. And then a big part of the mental practice is to see how that affects us to make that wish. So we're not simply making the wish and pretending we feel that way. We are making the wish and seeing how we actually feel. And this is really where the metta practice has its power and its transformation through the being aware of, and I think this is really where the mindfulness practice comes into the metta practice, through being aware of how we are as we make those wishes, we begin to see it kind of pulls into our mind those rubs, those areas or places where it can be challenging. It also begins to help us actually feel as we check in at times we actually feel that connection 
wishing somebody well. We actually feel that sense of, yes, I wish you be well. And then it's not just a thought, it's connected to how the metta actually feels. And so both sides come up in the formal metta practice. And uh, both are helpful for us in cultivating the metta. As we see the, uh, the challenge that comes up as we make a wish and then kind of feel into how we are. And I often think of feeling into this area in the area of the heart, um, making a wish and then feeling into that perhaps challenge. As we hold that with some measure of, okay, it's okay for that to be there. I mean, as we as we talk about this as a as a as a community, as we talk about what happens for us as we offer metta to a dear friend, offer metta to a difficult person, we see there's a lot of commonality, and so it it begins to help us understand this isn't just about my kind of personal issues with somebody. It's it's kind of natural for people to have these responses, and so it helps us to hold it a little bit more easily, and as we can hold those with some degree of compassion for ourselves, with some degree of kindness for ourselves for having those, those feelings, that actually begins to cultivate a metta for ourselves, and the metta for ourselves is actually where the whole practice can begin to, uh, to expand outwards. Um, so that's just a little kind of summary of the of the mental practice. And so today in the guided, um, I'll offer uh, some phrases and we'll go through. We'll start in the last few weeks. We've kind of been going through all the categories um, that we've been introduced to. Um, so last week we went through um, easy easy person, easy being, self. Um, dear friend, neutral person. So we went through all of those. Today we're just going to start with self and easy person and then go right to difficult person so that there's a little more time to play with it and see how it lands. So if, if it gets, you know, if it, when it gets challenging, I'll say a couple of things about working with it now and then we'll talk more about working with the difficulties as they come up later. If it gets difficult, and it un- undoubtedly will, um, the first place to see is, well, can I hold this difficulty? Is it okay? Can I, can I have some measure of balance of mind that this difficulty is coming up around this difficult person? Just recognizing, yeah, this is natural. It's, it's conditioned. Of course this is happening. And can I hold that difficulty and still kind of hold the person in my heart? Without so so one one thing to reflect on there is the difference between actions that the person has done and the person. Can you um, hold uh, recognize? Yes, this person has done actions that have hurt me or hurt others, and yet still hold the person without closing your heart to the person. It's okay to not. So one one thing that we learn here is that. Um, we are not um, saying, yes, it's okay, you've done things, these, these painful things. We're not saying that. We're saying, yes, I, these things have happened and I still want to have my heart open. So it's holding, it's holding both. So as you, as you uh, come up with difficulty, that's the first thing to, to explore. Is it possible to still hold the person with some measure of okayness? If it's not, um, 
you know, if it feels like it's getting harder and harder and the struggle is, is beginning to take over, there's a couple of things you could play with. And one is just to go back to where it's easier, just let go of offering metta for the, the difficult person and go back to either yourself or the easy person for a little while until the, the system settles a little bit and then try bringing the difficult person back in for a few phrases. And sometimes I might, um, you know, have a few, have a round of phrases for the, uh, the, the easy person and then a round of phrases for the difficult person and then go back, maybe a round or two for the easy person and then go back so that there's a kind of a shifting and that, that can help create the conditions to hold, to hold it. Um, if it's if it's um, still kind of lingering in the mind, another option is to just drop the metta practice for a little while and and use the mindfulness practice to hold the uh, the challenge. And the mindfulness practice actually brings in metta through the holding. the um, The mindfulness practice uh, allows whatever's here to be here. And so, can you hold that? Okay, yeah, that that challenge, that frustration, that anger, that irritation, that's arising. And with the mindfulness practice, sometimes we can have a little bit of a bigger container that holds that. Yep, that's here. And it's okay for it to be here. That's actually cultivating a kind of metta. So you can shift back to the mindfulness practice and try to hold that reactivity. If it's really, really challenging, then you need to probably switch to uh, some other object. You know, just set aside the whole thing for a little while. If it feels like it's taking you over, pulling you into a um, a rabbit hole of that reactivity, then it might be time to um, um, you know switch to another object entirely. Maybe hearing or the breath or feet on the ground, just something where you can ground and connect. So those are um, kind of the basics of the meta practice, and we'll just do we'll do about. From now, we'll do about half an hour of, of metta practice together. <coughs> so starting with um, a posture that feels relatively comfortable. It's often helpful in the metta practice to have the body be as comfortable as possible. And so allowing there to be a relaxation in the body. And letting your attention rest in the area of your heart. This area is often where we we feel we feel emotions here, moods, states of mind. And so just checking in how how is that area? How are you in the area of your heart? Nothing right or wrong. This is more like taking a pulse of your of your system right now. Sometimes I find having a sense of breathing through that area 
and create a kind of a holding for whatever is there. And some of you, sometimes it can be helpful if you have difficulty feeling that area, putting your hand on your heart. That can sometimes help feeling the connection with that area. And bringing a being into mind for whom it's quite easy to feel a connection. One instruction that was helpful for me is in terms of finding someone is pick a being that makes you smile. That's your first response to them. And as you and you know, hold them with you in your heart. And we can start by reflecting on some things that you appreciate about this being. This kind of reflection of appreciating the good is said to be the proximate cause for the feeling of metta, the connection, the care, the love, kindness, all synonyms in a way for metta. So reflecting on what you might appreciate about this being. Maybe some kind things that they've done, either for you or for others. And then holding this being with you. You may use an image or just a sense of the being with you. Or perhaps invoking their name. Beginning to wish them thoughts of goodwill. May you be happy. And with each wish, with each thought of goodwill, taking your time with it, expressing the thought in your mind, and then checking back in. How does it land in your heart to have made that wish? So you've taken a pulse of how you are in that area. You might... Notice some slight, subtle shifts or even some obvious shifts and variations as you make this wish. May you be healthy. And touching in, how does it feel to make this wish? May you be safe. May you live with ease. Each time expressing a wish, 
touching into how you are and whatever arises is what is supposed to arise because it has arisen. And so can you hold that? Maybe a sense of the smile, of the connection, of the care might be not much, a feeling of kind of neutral or it might be a subtle constriction, just noticing how that is and can you hold that? No judgment about it. Whatever the response is, it is conditioned. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you be safe. May you live with ease. Continuing for the next several minutes to explore offering the wishes, the thoughts of goodwill for this being.
If and when the mind wanders and lose touch with the practice, just simply see if you can let go of the thoughts. Bring your being back into mind and continue offering the wishes of kindness and goodwill. Oh, letting yourself bring yourself into mind, either through a sense of connecting with yourself in this moment, sitting here, or as an image of yourself, whatever feels most natural and easy. And take a moment to consciously let your mind turn towards what you appreciate about yourself. And if your mind tends to kind of offer instead things, areas for improvement or things that you don't appreciate about yourself, kind of just allow yourself to say thank you for that and let me reflect on this for now.
You might reflect on qualities you appreciate about yourself, kind things that you've done for others. It can be very simple. Just reflecting on offering somebody a ride when they needed one. These small acts have have a power to them. And also including this uh, kind of your interest and and, uh, exploration of understanding your own mind. Coming to settle the mind in meditation and explore what's here. This is a very beautiful quality. And so holding yourself with this appreciation. <coughs> and beginning to wish yourself thoughts of goodwill. May I be happy. May I be healthy. If the word I trips you up, maybe may this being be happy. May this being be healthy. May this being be safe. May this being live with ease. with each thought taking a moment to check in how does it land in the area of your heart how does it affect you to make this wish for this being And continuing for the next few minutes to wish yourself thoughts of goodwill. Exploring perhaps being on the receiving end of those wishes more than the sending end. Can you receive the wish? May this being be happy.
And for the next few minutes, if yourself is the easiest being of these two that we've done, continue with the self, with offering to this being. If the easy being is a little easier, we'll just take a couple minutes to uh, go back to the easy being. Just for the next couple minutes, whichever of these two, two beings is easiest for you to wish metta to. Wish these wishes of goodwill. Just take a few minutes to land with that being. Now letting yourself bring someone to mind for whom it may be difficult to wish kindness, care, and concern. It may be useful, if you're not so familiar with the metta practice, not to pick the most difficult person. But maybe somebody who in this week or so, there's been a little bit of rub. And so that mind of connection has been worn down. And bringing that person into your mind, either with a sense of them being here, an image of them using their name, And take a few moments to see if there's something you can appreciate about this being. Something you know that they have done that helped others. And just again, noticing how you are in the area of your heart. Holding this person in your heart and beginning to wish them thoughts of goodwill. May you be happy. Again, noticing how it lands. 
There may be a little bit of resistance to making that wish. Just noticing that, holding that. And perhaps, again, I mentioned earlier, seeing if you can hold a difference between the being and the actions. Can you, it's not about saying, yeah, those actions are okay, but holding the person in your heart, not closing the person out of your heart in spite of those actions. Holding both. Yes, those actions have happened. And can I keep my heart open? Sometimes with the difficult being, I find it a little easier to use slightly different phrases. So I'll offer those for this round and just see how they land for you with this, with this being. May you be free from mis- physical distress. Let's see how it lands to make that wish for this being. May you be free from mental distress. May you be free from danger. May you take care of yourself with ease. Continuing to explore whether it's possible right in this moment to wish this difficult being well. And remembering it's okay to shift back to the easy being or yourself for a round and then try again. Just exploring for the next few minutes this offering of goodwill for someone for whom it's a a bit of a difficulty.
And going back now to where it's a little easier. Yourself or the easy being. And wishing, wishing well for yourself or the easy being. (laughs) 